Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the F was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Kalbacher. She's like the James Ellsworth of women. And Corey Castle. I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick mixed. <laughs> New technology doesn't work su- super great. What's going on, everybody? I'm just switching everybody around. It's all amazing. Welcome to Russell Rock, everybody. I forgot today was Sunday. <laughs> I believe forgot the day of the week it was. And I was thinking that today was Saturday, so we almost didn't have a show today due to my ignorance. Yes, <laughs> so I, sorry about I that. forgot it was Sunday also. Okay. So you weren't alone in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it is. I don't know how it is anymore, like in your guys' neighborhoods, but if you remember in the old neighbor like old like northeast, you would grow up and you knew what day Sunday was, because even if you slept late and your windows were open, you would hear people screaming at the TVs all up and down the street from watching football. <laughs> And that's how you knew it was like Sunday. <laughs> that's yeah, a good I mean, clue. That, that happens in my neighborhood too. So, I mean, yeah. I just, I guess I got better at tuning that out and just staying asleep if I want to. Not me. I got the Eagles <laughs> game on right now. <laughs> sports for you, man. Sports is back and we're all going to take a hit for it. All us non-sports fans. Yeah, well, Raw's probably going to take a hit with Monday Night Football, but the, the the game lineups aren't the greatest, so we'll see. Yeah. It'll be all right, though. Uh, they seem to be doing okay. Raw came back uh, strong this way. That the uh, It was kept on saying, oh, Raw is in your face this week. It's in your face. They kept on saying they said it like 27 times. Raw is in your face. But yeah, I gotta they, give it to them. They really love those buzzwords. They really like to they really like to force them down your throat. Yes. Well, they had another face. one too they were doing. They were hardcore doing. I just can't remember it now. So is that what it is now? They're gonna do are they gonna do like a theme like every Monday? No, I think it was in your face because it, everyone's face is up on the screens. I think that that's the reason they're doing it. I mean that's just my guess. My guess it's in your face because everyone's face is there. But, I mean, I could be way wrong, but that's what my assumption was. Okay, because it just – it did make no sense to me whatever was going on. Like, why they had to have a theme for a Monday night show. So everything's in your face. Mickey James is in your face. It was just like – it made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> this is really beating me over the head with it. In your head. We're going to – Get it in your head by saying it all this much. This in your face will be in your head. Speaking of Mickey James, man, did that ref screw that match up? <laughs> oh dear God, that was bad, man. That, what that, was not, that was not the girls. That ref botched that finish and called the bell <laughs> way before it. Mickey James is literally sitting in the ring with her arms out, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it's the kind of thing that happens. I mean, most likely she was supposed to tap out to the Oscar lock. I think it just didn't happen. Like it didn't, it, it didn't get to that point in the match yet. And uh, the ref was like, "Oh, this is the finish. I'm calling for the bell." And just I don't know, jump the gun, I guess. Yeah, I think Which, I think what Mickey and Oscar were going for is Mickey to to roll in the Oscar lock to make it look like she was going to get out of it. And then Oscar was supposed to roll back into the Oscar lock, and the guy called it before it even happened. Because they were in a weird position where Mickey was like, like, you know, butt over tea kettle type. <laughs> like, and Oscar was rolling her, and the guy's like, that's it, match over. It's like, did he pin her? Did she? I don't know. He saw a tap. I was like, where? Like, it was such a weird. And it, it, I was starting to really get into that match too, because those girls, those girls work really well together. It was a little clunky here and there, but. I mean, it wasn't their NXT match, but they still put on a really solid match. Something like that happened uh, the week before with uh, Ricochet, where Ricochet was, uh, he took the, it was the finish of the match, and Ricochet got pinned, but he kicked out on three, or after two or whatever, and the referee counted three anyway, and and, and called for the bell. And he was like, they screwed him. <laughs> it's Montreal screw jobs everywhere. It was a, it was a, it was a Thunderdome screw job. Thunderdome <laughs> screw job. Hey, he just Ricochet just stands up and does the AEW into the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, you know, things happen, but I mean, there were so many good things that happened on Monday Night Raw too, that, uh, it kind of overshadowed it. If you ask me, uh, the Rollins match, the, the steel cage match with Dominic, I thought was fantastic. Uh, I thought they did a really good job with that. And, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if that's going to be the end of the feud or whatever. Like they're like, they're like trying It's like trial by fire. Like we're going to force you to get good. We're just going to throw you into main event matches on Monday Night Raw against one of the best in the business and uh, force you to be bad. Go ahead. Try to be bad. You can't because this is Seth Rollins. I don't know. That kid, that, kid to me, that kid to me looks better every single week. Every week he looks like he just gets a little bit better every week. I mean, that match was great. I still think his slide out of the ring into that sunset powerbomb from last week was insane. Yeah. But uh, he did a lot. He, he looked he looked smooth in there with, with uh, Rollins. I mean, you got to give Rollins a lot of credit for that match too, because you know it's it's Seth. Yeah. But uh, this kid's getting better every week, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool to see. It's like watching old NXT where you watch people like get better as the weeks would go on. You know, because it was an actual developmental back in the day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 really cool to see. I just hope they go somewhere with it. And he doesn't doesn't fade away after this whole entire um, feud. I don't know how they're going to keep him hot after this. Yeah, uh, who who can they keep him in programs with that people are going to care about? It's like, yeah, it's like a, it seems like a real novelty act, and it, it seems like a real. I I don't want to call it a nostalgia pop because there's no nostalgia for Dominic really, except for the fact that he, you know, was he was a uh, his custody. Was in hanging in the balance at SummerSlam 2005. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually Eddie's kid. Damn it! That's it's not it. your son, Ray. It's not your son. If they pull that gimmick out, if they if they bring up that old storyline, oh my god, that would be so if great. Guerrero shows up with the with papers. Excuse me, Dominic. I'm your mama. Pizza genie or whatever her name is. <laughs> I would like to see him like do some kind of. That would be cool if they did a storyline where he like destroys Ray and Yen, and then he puts some kind of shirt on that says Guerrero on it, and then basically you know, he's calling himself Dominic Guerrero. And yeah, that would be cool, man. But uh, they need to do something with him big because I think he's going to fade quickly. Uh, I think this is a really good feud, but the problem is the kid doesn't have the personality to carry himself. Like he's still kind of really bland. Yeah, and, he, uh, he's, uh, he, like it's fun. Did you watch the? Uh, did you watch the SummerSlam twenty four hours thing? Day of? No. They did it on the network. It was a uh, Dominic Mysterio. He was like, I'm nervous right now, and um, it's kind of funny because it's like fifteen years later. Eddie Guerrero, my uncle Eddie, he um would be so proud. And it was like he was just like such a little like like blank no like he just isn't somebody yet like he he'll be there it's just yeah he's young yeah he yeah that's all it is that's all it is is he's he's young right now but they have to do they have to do something with it because they have to keep it going because if he if they take him off TV for too long he's going to be forgotten about unless he, they keep him with Ray uh, and if they keep him on TV for too long uh, he's going to run out of you know he's going to run out of steam it's, it's going to he's going to go the way of uh, what's his name uh, Carrillo or Creo whatever that guy's name was Humberto yeah, uh, Rio exactly. I think it was, exactly I don't even remember the name anymore. <laughs> Just yeah. how you're talking like that, exactly. He's just gone, like, yeah. And his cousin Hector Garz is on television like every week because of his personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's great. Yeah, I think they're cousins, right? Are they cousins or brothers? Yeah. They're both related. They're both related to Hector Garza. <laughs> the more you didn't exactly. know. The more you, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, Raw was uh, I thought was really good uh, for the first time in weeks. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet were fantastic. The Hurt Business in general uh, were great. I don't know what was uh, what was up with the um, 
retribution a lot of people are, are done with that gimmick and they're saying it's crap and I, I understand that due to the promos and everything like that pretty much everybody knows who they are at this point we know it's Dijakovic we know you were talking about you were talking about the graphic uh, a couple shows ago and I was looking yeah. at it and it reminded me do you remember the video game Tony Hawk's underground Tony Hawk pro skater yeah. underground where like you'd have to go around and spray paint stuff <laughs> that's exactly that's what, it looks what like. their logo looks like it looks like you had to spray paint that on a wall in, in Tony Hawk Pro Skater Underground video game. Yeah, yeah. It, look, <laughs> it looks like a computer-generated font of somebody yeah. spraying, you know, spray painting a wall, somebody doing graffiti. And uh, the promos are not very good. Uh, we know about uh, – it was a re released this week. Somebody picked it all out. It was um, uh, uh, Dijakovic, Mercedes Martinez, Mia Yim, um, Dio Madden, I think. Yeah, Dio surprised me. Yeah, so Dio Madden's coming back with something to prove, I guess. Uh, I forget who the fifth guy was that they pointed out, but yeah, it's a uh, they're 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 pretty much all called out at this point. We got to do a. Uh, Mojo do you know what's do you know that? Who should be There's like a rumor that Mojo Raleigh's one of them. You know who That'd be great. Be like the leader of it. Uh Chad Gable. Chad they Gable. should make that dude like the leader of it because he has really like they put him in stupid little shorts and call them shorty g come on, come on like if anyone wants retribution it should be that guy yeah uh honestly yeah shorty g even before shorty g he was teaming with shelton benjamin and other people that Bobby rude who wants that who wants that Nobody and wants that. Made him wear the same robe as Bobby Roode and, and do this. Like, what the Where hell? What you just said that. Where the hell is Bob Roode? Like, where is Bob? Uh, like, I don't know. I haven't seen him. I don't, know. Mm -mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's the leader. Maybe he's going to be the leader of retribution. Sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that or he just tested positive and they just sing that now? It's about positive. Everybody wears masks around when it comes to <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But uh yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff went down. They um so Raw was really good. Uh I think SmackDown was uh was even better. Uh they're really they're really up in their game. I don't know what they changed. Is is Pritchard still in charge of the writing or, or like what's what what's going on? Because it's there's, it's there's a rumor there's a rumor that Daniel Bryan's involved in the writing. Oh really? So that's been the, the small right. rumors that he's been involved in helping out with the writing of the shows. And if that's true, that makes a lot of sense how how the show's been going. I think the programs are a little tighter. I think you got the Miz storyline, which is goofy, but it fits Otis's character perfectly. So I actually right. enjoy it. I actually enjoy it. I think it's fun. Like they separate him for his girlfriend. Now they're like giving him like a fault, like a, a BS lawsuit for his for his contract. And it fits the Miz too. Miz is Miz fits in those weird, quirky storylines like that. So uh I think that one's fun. Uh Miz fits. That should be his t-shirt. Miz <laughs> And Alexa Bliss, like, it's kind of hokey, but I, I, I'm still intrigued to see where it's going, so I, I haven't gotten bored with it yet. Uh, yeah, her uh, giving the sister Abigail to um, to Lacey, Lacey Evans at, on SmackDown was kind of neat. I mean, I don't understand. Is it, like, does she also – is she trying to, like, keep up a relationship with the with the um, Nikki crisscross applesauce? Yeah. Okay. Is is she gonna is she gonna be uh, in the White family too? No, I think I think she's gonna destroy Nikki, and that's gonna be when she moves into the Y family. But I don't know. There's rumors that the Y family is gonna go turn into good guys, and then they're gonna war with Roman Reigns. So I, I don't I, I don't know. Everybody makes up these dumb rumors, so I don't know if they're true or not. But uh, <laughs> I would think she would destroy Nikki Cross, and that's her full transformation into being part of it. And then, I, like I said, the other rumors that I heard about the Y family was Lars Sullivan and Bo Dallas. So I don't mm. know how that's going to work. Bo Dallas, I've been wanting that for a while. Everybody else. Uh, Lars Sullivan, I could give two S's about that 
at all. I don't care a tiny bit. It yeah, is, it's like it's like an amazing credit card offer because I have zero percent interest in it. it it's a it's a Braun Strowman retread with left personality. You're basically just getting another like like you what were we calling it before like super boss level bad guy. Right. Like he's super strong and nobody can beat him, but he has less personality. And it's well, like it's, didn't he get like canceled for like a bunch of homophobic stuff? He paid a lot of money and said he was sorry. That's all I know. Okay, well, they're, they're, hands clean. Everything's fine. I know he got fined yeah. a lot of money. It happens. And then, uh, didn't seems- that, I'm sorry. sorry didn't come out after that that he did like some some uh, homosexual pornography, like in his younger days. I, I don't hear all that. Somebody look into that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not gonna. But somebody else. Who's listening? Look into that. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> there's, there's a few people. <laughs> I, I, just, I just see, I just see Matt Flowers like Lars Sullivan. <laughs> I said, if it was just about anybody else, I'd be like, yeah, I'll check it out. Why not? I'll make sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for research. For research, Lars Sullivan. I'm like, you know what? I'll let that story go. I'll, I'll let, I don't. I don't need it resolved. Anybody else can check it out. I just see the next time Matt joins us for a live stream, he just puts on the phone and just turns his phone like this the whole time we're trying to. <laughs> just keeps seeing Lars Sullivan porn over. Yeah, man. So the uh, the SmackDown this past week, you mentioned Otis. Uh, I, I'm loving this storyline. Um, it's a little cheesy. It's a little on the cheesy side, and it's a little, you know, a little too jokey. But at the same time, like you had Miz out there in the beginning of the show running his mouth, and he switched Mandy Rose over to Raw, and uh, Otis needs to get his head on straight, and yada yada. Like he's running down, like running his mouth, and then Otis just charges the ring and just cleans house, and that hasn't happened in a while. Like that sounds like an old trope of wrestling. But when was the last time that actually happened? Like, when was the last time you remember like a heel charging the ring and just beating someone up? Like, usually the heel or the the face comes out and like cuts a promo back. It's like, oh, you wanted this? Well, we're gonna have a match later and blah blah blah. This was just Otis being pissed off, and I I liked it. I was here for it, man. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. It was not, it was uh, it was interesting for sure, for sure. It was something different than what we've seen for. Because like it seems like there's been a formula that weekly shows have turned into for years and years in WWE, and weeks and weeks can feel like years and years when you follow that exact formula for just a little bit too long. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good change of pace to see like something a little bit different. And with that being said, I have to say the fact that they gave us <clears throat> Sami Zayn and AJ Styles on free TV. What a what a treat! What a real treat for us! This is an amazing match. Yeah, they've been um, they've been working the uh, the Intercontinental storyline. That's all been on television. We've had SummerSlam and Payback since that storyline started, and that has just been on SmackDown, which I actually like. Like I think it, it now they're 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 building up towards uh, Clash of Champions. And uh, this is all going to come to a head in a three-way ladder match, which I think is great. But I love the build to this. And I love that it's all been on SmackDown. We haven't gotten a resolution at a pay-per-view yet uh, for two months. I think that's, well, I think that's great. They, they, they kept my interest the entire time. And Mark, Mark, weren't you just saying this about like AEW's last pay-per-view was all like furthering their storylines? Yeah. And it's like their pay-per-views aren't on a network that you can pay 10 bucks a month for. You have to like go out of your way and put a ton more effort into getting their actual pay-per-views. That's why I was upset about it. Cause you yeah. spend all this money to watch them. Like uh, WWE can afford it more. Cause when we pay, like most people only pay, paying 10 bucks, it's still annoying, but we're paying 10 bucks a month. So a major pay-per-view comes up. They can use a pay-per-view to basically further storylines. It sucks, but they can do it. But when you're paying $70 for an HD, like or 60 bucks or whatever it is for an HD pay-per-view, AEW should not do that. But uh, is it only on Bleacher Report or is it on like regular ass TV pay per view? It's on Fight TV and Bleacher uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, 
Because uh, Fight TV, you can get ROH for free. I think they they uh, they have a live show. I think it's every Monday night. I think at eight o'clock. I have the Fight TV app on my TV, but uh, I have to say I have not looked at it for months. Like I don't even know why it's even still on the TV. I don't have any interest at all. I think it's I think it's one of those things where you have to get. It's like it's like a ten dollar a month service. Uh, if you're getting anything, but if you want the pay-per-views, like the the AEW pay-per-view, you have to pay. Well, I don't know what it is. It's like fifty bucks extra or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a free app and you have to pay for the pay-per-views. I think that's what it and is. I, I, haven't yeah. it. I haven't used yeah, it. But- I downloaded it thinking that AEW, the, the the regular show, would be on Fight TV, so I could watch it that way. Since I don't have cable right now, and I was uh, wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's probably some sort of like some kind of deal with Turner. Like I, I tried to get the TNT app, but I also don't have cable or a provider, so I couldn't uh, watch the I couldn't watch the program. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> before we before we keep continuing SmackDown, if you want to go with AEW, I don't know if any of you guys got to watch that main event, but um, the um, the best friends. And um, where the two guys from the inner circle, the tag team, uh, they gave him a different oh, the, name. The, uh, the yeah. guys. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the LAX dudes. They were the LAX. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud and powerful is the name. What a match! Is that Absolutely. what their name is? That's their name of yeah, the tag probably. team. Yeah, they're not. They're not called LAX. There, yeah. Trent Beretta took a um, he he took like a power bomb or some form of some form of slam into a windshield and then he didn't pull himself off the windshield. He slid down the car and then ah. two, two minutes later, there was just blood everywhere. But he, he did his, he did his one finisher to crunchy or whatever they call it, which is yeah. looks like a modified vertebraker, like in the bed of a pickup through a, through a, like a board. It was sick, man. It, it was, it was a really good match. Really fun match. Um, you said the only way to catch AEW right now is through the clips. But the good thing about AEW compared to WWE is WWE's clips on YouTube are like two minutes long, two and a half minutes long. AEW gets like five, six minutes. So you get like almost a full match. And you can still understand what's going on in a match too with that much time. So yeah. if you haven't had a chance, it's, re- it's, it's a really solid match to check out. Definitely, man. Also, uh, speaking of AEW, uh, Ivelisse and uh, Thunder Rosa – Ended up having a legit shoot fight in the middle of the ring. Uh, apparently, it's, it's been reported that like there there was some kind of disagreement in the back uh, right before their match, and they just went out and legit started beating the crap out of each other. And it was, I mean, it was a brutal match to watch, and it didn't really come out until after the fact. But looking back at it, it's like yeah, that really looked like they were beating the the legit crap out of each other. And it was um it was rough. And it's what's what's more than this is they're supposed to be teaming next week. So interested to see what's gonna happen next week. If they're gonna get their crap together or if they're uh you know, if they're still gonna be fighting or maybe they're gonna cancel the match or something. I hope they figure it out. I really I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. The girls lit they lit each other up. They just they just started yeah. beating on it was I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was nice. it was different for for a women's match. Even though they are for real hitting each other, it was mm-hmm. it was just to see something different. And uh, Thunder Rosa is just thank God AEW should be getting on her hands and knees and thanking that girl every day for being there because their women's All division right. has been garbage until that girl showed up. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm really happy she's there. I'm really happy she's there and she's helping that program. So. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, was NXT. This week, uh, not a whole lot going on. Uh, they're building up to a, uh, a female battle royal. I don't know how it's going to work, how many people are going to be in it with the whole pandemic thing, and people are supposed to be social dis- distancing and everything like that. They're not supposed to be having things like battle royals. But uh, there, there's there been a lot of build up with, uh, um, uh, with uh, who was it? Uh, Gargano's wife that I can't remember her name. Candice uh, What is it? Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, and who's she going after? It's not Dakota Kai. The um, Tara, uh, oh, man. Knox. Uh, Tegan Knox, yes. Thank you. Jeez. 
brain fart. I complained about the AEW women's division, and yet I can't remember a single name of the NXT <laughs> women's division. But uh, yeah, they they were building that up a lot. Uh, I'm not digging that storyline too much. All the um, everything going on at the Gargano home with they're having dinner and. Somebody threw a remote through Johnny's TV and he's all pissed off about it and all this other stuff. It's like it's a bunch of weird stuff, but it's um it's it's leading up to a battle royal and I don't think either of them are gonna are gonna win it. I'm, I'm thinking they're probably gonna go back to Rhea Ripley. I imagine they they uh, they've, whatever... been pushing, they've been pushing Rhea real hard. I really think she's gonna be the winner. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're just gonna further the Tegan Knox uh, storyline and then have them maybe wrestle each other at the next takeover and then one of those get to wrestle for the title, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I see them putting the belt back on Rhea Ripley. And if you do that, then what are you going to do with Tegan Knox or anybody? Cause they're, they're not going to beat Rhea Ripley. So like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they avoid that for a while and just keep stretching her out. But we already see that Mercedes Martinez is part of retribution so like do they do they have her beat Mercedes and she goes away? I, I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. Well, I think the end of it was that uh that cage match they had with Ripley and, and Mer, uh, Mercedes. Uh that was kind of the end of her with the Robert Stone brand. It looked like it. There was um there was a uh uh one of those network exclusive things on YouTube that I saw where Robert Stone was trying to hand uh, restraining order to Mercedes. It's like, yeah, we're just going our separate ways and you need to stay away from me and blah, blah, blah. It was dumb. It was one of those little three-minute network exclusive deals on YouTube. But uh, I think that's basically them saying, yeah, Mercedes is going to the main roster and good luck to you. <laughs> so, I don't know. To the group where they need to tweak the Evolution theme song. <laughs> Red Evolution is not a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Retribution is out of misery. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Retribution, it's not doing too great, but the end of Raw was great uh, with with them coming down, beating up Keith Lee and, uh, and Drew McIntyre, and then the Hurt Business coming out. Like, big, giant badasses. Like, I love the hell out of that. I don't know if that makes them faces or he, uh, whatever, but it, it's, it was great. I really, really enjoyed seeing that. I love how they're going with the the old school four horsemen look where all wearing they're all in suits when they're not wrestling and making themselves look like these professional yeah, badass professionals. Yes. I like I that really a lot. Like I mean, it says business in their faction name. So them being in yeah. business makes tons of sense. And mm-hmm. and MVP is our is our mouthpiece. He's just killing it. Just this whole introduction of like, you know, uh Cedric Alexander and basically telling him how he's like, whatever, cashing his stock options in or whatever, whatever he said, become part of their, I really liked how he did that. And he incorporates that into what their group is. And he's, I, I just, I forgot how good MVP was, man. Cause he just disappeared one day and, you know, in WWE and went right. to Japan. Yeah. For- there was really no closure to him being missing. Like there was no, there was no like storyline that took him out. There was no, he was, he wasn't on a sabbatical. <laughs> There's no explanation for him not being there. And if there was it, I missed it. I'm sorry. I I should have been paying more attention. It might have been. It there very well could have been. It, it's mm-hmm. it's could have been one of those throwaway WWE things. It's like you know, mm-hmm. oh, what happened to the uh, uh, the. Well, not the riot squad. What's that? The spirit squad? Oh yeah, DX put him in a container and sent him to Japan or something or wherever the hell it was. It was OVW, wasn't it? <laughs> he sent him OVW. Maybe, it Maybe it was. It was just you know one of those, one of those random, you know. this engine of weekly television producing weekly television. You forget what happens so often. This if you're watching it, you get kind of like lost in the in the 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 flow of it. It's going so fast sometimes, especially. We've been talking about for a long time on the show about how like they they resolve they start and resolve a thing so often like in one night and there's like like not a time there's not time to to uh, marinate in the 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 emotions in the story you know so what it's been, yeah for anything yeah right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very, very true. 
But uh, I'm glad MVP's back. I think he's doing a kick-ass job, and I'm loving the hurt business. I love that both him, uh, both Lashley and uh, Cedric, went to the back, got changed into suits just to come out later and beat somebody up. Like that's that's awesome. <laughs> this tour is my favorite version of MD- MVP so far. Like, oh yeah, this is the best he's ever been. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, he uh, he was good, but he wasn't this good. <laughs> Uh, moving on down to uh, well, no, let's stay with NXT for a while. I think we were on NXT originally, but uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, we're talking about a bunch Mark- of people whose names you couldn't remember. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember. But uh, me and Mark were talking off air about the uh, uh, the Drake Maverick and Killian Dane storyline that's going on. Um, Mark, you're not yeah, you're sitting there rolling your eyes now. <laughs> you just don't. I, you're, you're that. So, uh, everybody knows I listen to I, I follow Simon Miller. Uh, there's this trend in WWE is just getting out of control. Is one is tag teams breaking up, and two is the I hate you, you hate me, but let's make a tag team because we both hate these other two people more. And they're doing that right now with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. What's NXT do? They do the same thing when with. Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. And don't get me wrong, out of all four of those people, Drake Maverick has more personality and he can suck you in better than any of the other people. But I'm still like, yeah. this sucks. Like, I'm watching this already on Raw. Why am I watching this on NXT? And it, it just, I don't know. I, it's, I, I just, it, it's a shame because I, I really think they uh, dropped the ball with Drake Maverick with the, the whole firing storyline. Yeah, and it could have been. It could have been. It could have been something way bigger and better than than it wound up being. And it's probably that same as like the show goes on. You know what I mean? The show goes on. So sometimes, if like, you know, people people weren't giving it enough attention, they just they just go on to the next thing, go on to the next thing, without seeing it through and find, finding what we could have done with it. Well, that's exactly what happened. They never got a real finish with Drake Maverick. And now Swerve is fighting for the Cruiserweight title. And they just dropped Drake Maverick entirely. And now he's in this tag team battle. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, what about him in the Cruiserweight Championship? That was actually a really good storyline. And it was only Drake Maverick that he made um, Legaro. What do they call it? Something Legaro. Um, whatever. Um, he, he made all them. He made them more impactful as bad guys. Because I thought they were just... I thought they were kind of bland. And he was the one that was making them look like they were actual real bad guys. Because he's, he's just good. His facial expressions, how he sells. He knows how to be a baby face better than 90% of wrestlers in the business. Like, And he, and he uses his, his stature to, to make him look you know, like an even bigger baby face. Mm-hmm. It's like he has, he has that James Ellsworth body, but with an actual face and personality that can actually get over. Well, I mean, uh, and he has yeah, a chair. <laughs> <laughs> he has an actual <laughs> decent looking face. No, uh, the uh, I understand what you're saying, Mark, with the uh, with the storyline and the Shayna Baszler and I Jax thing kind of doing the same thing. But I don't see this as that. I see this more of a um, if you remember the Stone Cold Steve Austin Dude Love storyline, where Dude Love was like, "Yes, I need to be your partner. Me and you are so like we we can get this done. We can go after the tag titles." And Austin just keeps on stunner, 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 stunner every single week. I think this is a, a very similar to that, where you're going to see, you're eventually going to get to a point where there's going to be a handshake between the two of them. And if there was a crowd, they would pop. You know, I, th- I think it's one of those things where at least maybe that's what they're going for. Um, and that's what I'm going to see. That's why I'm. I, that's why I'm into it. I'm. I'm here for love. Damn it. But we're the thing though is we're comparing that to Mick Foley and Steve Austin, you know? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Don't be wrong. Like I said, Drake Maverick's personalities could work mm-hmm. if he had a bigger personality that was kind of a douche to him and trying to convince him. But like Killian Dane, like that's a guy. Like I like Killian Dane. I think he's a really solid wrestler. But personality wise, really Killian Dane, all the guys you could have picked. <laughs> like, I could I could actually see him as a I could actually see Killian Dane more as a Wyatt family member than Lars Sullivan. Yes. 
I think I could see that being a more believable, like, personality fit. I can barely remember what Lars Sullivan looks like. <laughs> you know, he has been off TV for so long. I thought he was just, I thought he was just done. He, but, looks, uh, like, still- he looks like a Mego doll, if you guys remember Mego dolls. <laughs> Someone took a giant big body of another doll and put it on its legs. His, whole, <laughs> his waist up is just like this wide. And it, he has really big legs, but he's got like, he's got like hips that are like this wide. He just looks really. He's got a weird body. He's a weird man. He he does he does kind of look like um, like like if Stretch Armstrong was a ginger. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't he bald? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can he be a ginger? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Are we back to the porn thing? Is this back to the to the seeing him naked again? Is that how we're seeing all the hair? <laughs> I'm just. I'm just Are saying. we back to the porn thing? No, I wasn't. <laughs> all right, moving on. Damn it! Something good in NXT that we can all agree on, I think, is Kushida. Uh, they really pushed him uh, solid this week. I think they did it last week as well. Uh, just a um. Uh, just that intensity is back that we saw in New Japan. Uh, we have not seen that yet in WWE, in NXT at all. Uh, it, it, it's been great. Um, what's his name? Wade Barrett's putting him over on commentary like crazy. Uh, you know, who is this new Kushida that we're seeing? Uh, we had a, a spot uh, last year, I think it was, with Kushida, where somebody literally picked him up and threw him into a trash can. They literally threw out Kushida. So this is a, a much, uh, you know, a much needed uh, gimmick change, and I think it's only going to be, it's only going to be good for him, and it's going to be great for us. What do you guys think? I, I think I think NXT has a bad habit, like all of WWE, is they hire sometimes too many guys, and then they just it takes a while for them to go. Oh wait, we have Kushida, and yeah. it's like it's like they, they, have, they want to do cool stuff too many people that they're doing so many things with. So it's impo- It's like almost impossible to to use everyone the correct way. Yeah. And we have a we have yeah. like NXT tends to put people like no offense to like the Bronson Reeds or uh, I don't mind watching them wrestle, but I'd rather see someone of the talent level Kushido has Kushida has wrestling, you know, than than watching a lot of these developmental people. Like, but uh, I'm glad they finally realized they have them, and hopefully they do something in the storyline with him. Uh, they should they should have like another NXT like some there should be like an NXT Junior. So it's like an actual developmental because NXT isn't a developmental anymore. It needs to be a develop. They need to have NXT parentheses developmental. Like isn't that what evolve is? Is that isn't what that evolve? I thought. I, I, <laughs> I really know. thought that, that was. I thought evolve became NXT and NXT became part of the main roster. Well, no, I think evolve was just like Gabe's Gabe's place that he books, like. I thought that that was just like another indie that like was booked by Gabe Sapolsky. I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't think that was uh, a, a developmental. I think it was just another indie. Like, but WWE has its footage. Like, I didn't think that it's actually a WWE production. Oh Speaking no, it's that, not a production. Speaking of that, I got I got to get a hold of Trevin, man. I, I hit him up and he never he never, he got back to me like. Like three in the morning one day, and then I answered him back and never heard from him. So I'm gonna try getting him back on here. He got back to you at three in the morning. <laughs> he's drunk. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's probably <laughs> he walked the dog really late, from what I remember. When Rick <laughs> and I did the podcast, when we did a really late podcast with him, and he was walking his dog around Florida at like late at night. So I guess he was just checking his phone and saw that I hit him up. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna try getting a hold of him, try to get him to talk about evolve and all, because apparently you know they're they're. Their stuff's showing up a lot on, on the WWE network. I was watching the best of Keith Lee and Evolve, but it was all it was all Dijak matches again. And it's like, all right, I've seen like a, a billion of these in NXT. I know what these guys can do. Can I see them wrestle somebody else? 
Uh, well, that's, that's, all, that's all I meant by that was, you know, we've seen so many guys get pulled from Evolve that it's pretty much NXT developmental, like not so much WWE. It's like we're going to take these guys that are great in Evolve and we're just going to move them right over into NXT. Uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of how I took it. <laughs> Do you think Gabe just says damn it a lot while he's in Evolve? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we're going to book, we're gonna book Keith Lee. <laughs> we're going to book Keith Lee versus what Keith Lee left. Damn it. All right, we got <laughs> all day. He's just got to like rewrite stuff. <laughs> uh, there was a um, switching topics real quick. There was a story I, I came across on, um, I believe this was reported by Wall Culture Wrestling. Before that, I think it was uh, the Wrestling Observer or something. Oh, no, this was directly from uh, the Chris Jericho's podcast. He was talking to Luke Gallows. Uh, saying that uh, Luke Gallows had his own promotion while being uh, booked in in WWE, um, he 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 kind of did it on the down low, pretty much. He was he he was booking for some company. They didn't say what company it was. Uh, he was he was putting together shows constantly, and WWE got wind of this, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, you you can't do that. You're under contract with us." And Gallows turned around and said, okay, I won't do it anymore. So all I did was change the name and just kind of kept it on the down low. It's like, what? That promotion? No, that's done. This other promotion? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. So it's funny. He kept on booking for this. He kept on running this promotion while well, under like, WWE contract. It's like uh, it's like if you join a union, like uh, like if you were an actor and you joined SAG, and then someone was mm -hmm. like, oh, I got this non-union gig. You want to work it? And like, all right, technically I can't work it, but I mean like you're going to pay me to do it? I guess I'm going to do it. Right. <laughs> it goes back to the weird WWE thing where they're supposed to be independent contractors, but then they're not allowed to do anything on the side. Right. And, yeah. and Luke's my hero for just going, yeah, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And he just changed the name of his, his organization and ran it again. Like, And he said he sold it. I think on there he told it, he told them that he sold his federation or whatever. <laughs> He's like, huh, you know it to work, right? Huh. Huh. <laughs> but I, I haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast yet, but it's always my favorite. It's when the talking shop guys show up on Jericho. It's always a fun show. So I gotta listen oh, yeah. to that one. Um yeah, but that uh that leads into the, the the big story of the week, I think, was the uh the the financial report was released from WWE and they found out that WWE is only paying 8% of its of its revenue to its wrestlers um which is insanely low uh they compared it to UFC 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 is paying 20% uh and big sports like NBA and and uh, NFL are paying 50% so considering yeah. WWE is uh, reporting record-breaking finances this year, record-breaking uh, um, gains, uh, um, yeah, yeah record-breaking revenue, and they're only shilling out eight percent to uh, uh, to its independent contractors. So the business of wrestling must also evolve. I mean, develop the fact, like I think. As wrestlers and as performers, we've we've been such a part of like such a small small niche of what works. Like as far as like, it's like we kind of accept a role in the fact that we know that we're not going to get the respect that real athletes get. Like and so so WWE or the industry in this scenario has already understood that like we don't respect ourselves enough to. To demand it or uh so it, it's it's almost systemic you know what i mean it's just like it's we we've been so programmed to go like oh we're gonna get what we can because there's so many of us and so few jobs there's yeah. so few few opportunities to make a living inside of this business and like getting people to part with their money is so tough so when we get it, we're gonna take a bunch of it, and we're gonna give you what, what like whatever you you'll take. Yeah, yeah. And it, whatever we it, it's it's well, hard. The the really. I mean, this is the reason that uh, Rey Mysterio didn't sign right away when his mm -hmm. contract was up. He didn't resign right away. He went and he was a, a free agent for a while. 
And right. uh, he, I mean, he resigned until it's like, no, you're going to at least take my son. If this is all you're paying me, then you're going to, we're going to get my son on these shows. At least that's uh, the report anyway. The, but uh, rosters uh, should strike, really, honestly. If that mm-hmm. report came out and they, and it's public knowledge, it's public record, like the rosters yeah. should strike. Like that should be it. Like they should be like, well, you're, you're reporting record breaking financial gains and it comes out that you only pay us less than 10% of what your income is, F you, we're going to start a union. That should have been the pro. That's what Jesse Ventura wanted to do. That's why he had a falling out from WWE. Like this mm-hmm. is the worst like systemic problem of like wrestlers worth being what they tell you it is versus what it actually is. Well, I think the only reason they haven't done that yet is because there hasn't been a financial report from another wrestling company yet. Like AEW didn't release theirs, not yet anyway. So if they come at AEW and releases that, and if it's anything over 10%, then absolutely, yeah, I would definitely strike because it it should be at at least 20. Not only that, you think AEW just started during, what, their first year? Right. They probably took a loss. But it's also they're not a publicly traded company. They don't yeah. have the the uh, the incredible licensing agreements that WWE has in the mainstream True. to 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 license your image when your image is owned by them somehow. But you're not a you're not an employee still. Like yeah. you're making them money, but like somehow you're not entitled to certain benefits and you're not going to get the kind of money that like LeBron James is going to get not saying not 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 saying like LeBron James but it's saying any basketball player <laughs> LeBron James is a huge star in in NBA. right 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 like any any other basketball player any other yeah. but dude there's no pro wrestling class in high school there's no pro wrestling team in school there's a pro there's a basketball team, there's a football team, there's a there's a baseball team. Like we we just we understand that we are not those athletes. So it's some it's somehow like it's somehow like, okay, well most of the world goes, oh that's BS. So uh mm-hmm. oh that sucks for kids. Uh and minimalize it. And and like Vince or not Vince man, uh JR will say, like, oh, wrestling fans get, like, fat shamed. It feels like fat yeah. shamed. When you're talking about me liking wrestling, you're, like, going, oh, you must be stupid. It's like, why don't people just, like, get out of that? Look how much money's in it. Yeah. You know it's, 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 a, it's a real – knock, knock. It's a real industry. Wake up. <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Well, not only – yeah, I would absolutely love it if the high schools all of, all of a sudden started being like, yeah, this is our pro wrestling team. Right. Exactly. That would be absolutely fantastic. Never, I would love that. It would never happen. No, 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 no. I would not <laughs> love that. I My high school team have a wrestling team. Like, I wanted want to do actual wrestling because back when you're like 13, you think like if you join like a wrestling, you're going to be a pro wrestler. And then you have a bunch of monsters just stretch you out for like four years on the circle mat. I was one year older than that when I started wrestling. <laughs> uh, and then there, there's uh, there's also the thing uh, going back to the, uh, the financial atrocity that the new guys coming up from NXT are getting paid less because there's, there's not the travel expense and the hotel expense and the car rental exp- expense and all that. So WWE turns around and says, all right, well, you don't need that money, so we're not going to pay it. So now wrestlers are starting to make less money than they already were, and they're still working pretty much the same schedule. WWE so. should 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 cut a check that's like a, a stimulus, like, sorry, we've sucked this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those things like like in what's going on in the world today is like with social media and our ability to get a hold of all this stuff, we're slowly learning like, yeah, we always always knew Vince was kind of and you know not a good person, but now you're starting to learn the real business side of Vince McMahon. It's like like 
like how much longer do like 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 can like they're independent contracts can can they just walk from their contract that's what makes no sense to me anyway and like you're saying Corey, they either should strike or they should all just walk like we should all we should all sit down one night to watch raw and there's nobody on television and they're they're apologizing because there's nobody there right and they're going to show you old clips of matches but they they well, never take it. they would just show that and act like because it's a uh, it's just corporate. It would just be corporate covering that up by not not saying why. Like they're not going to ever explain it. Like, like they didn't even. They never even said the word coronavirus or pandemic in the fact that they were just like have an empty arena stuff. Like, it's it's just it's like avoid avoid reality. Avoid reality of what it actually is. I, it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a, there's a thin line between what is good and what is evil. And they are tiptoeing well, down that line. They're very much crossing that line pretty much. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really rough and I don't know if they can do it or not. The thing is, even if, even if everybody strikes, if WWE has the legal resource to let all those people go, there's wrestlers out there now that will do it for free. You know, they, they will come in and, and just do it because, you know, yeah, I mean, on an indie level, on an indie level, very way less than that, I have to say. And I shouldn't minimalize myself by saying that. Anyway, not to say that no. it has any less value that I'm doing a very similar job for next to nothing because, like, honestly – any promoters won't pay you because other mother efforts will do it for free. Who suck? Yep. Who suck? Yeah. But like, they're giving the same the same kind of content. They're not doing it as good as I'm doing it, but they're showing up and they drove. Oh, they came from upstate New York and they do it for twenty bucks. It's two of them. What? What? Like, I just want <laughs> nothing. Like, I don't want to act like I'm just doing nothing. With my stuff, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I've committed at this point twenty plus years on this trade. That now you're saying, like, oh, these two guys drive from upstate New York and they'll do it for twenty. So uh, uh, feel worthless with your life, please. Thank you. <laughs> I, I just, it's it's annoying. So yeah. the fact that it's happening in the WWE too, and these yeah. are. Like, Actual performers who, who, uh, who have been high earners in this business. Everybody who's in the WWE now are well paid compared to you and me. Like, oh sure, compared to <laughs> compared to a HVAC guy, or you know what I mean, like just like a, a guy who cleans pools. Sure, yeah, they're well paid, but when it comes to professional athletes. They're just okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> At least the business part of wrestling sucks. I will say the business part. Yeah. Uh, all those finances and the WWE and everything that we just talked about, that officially loses wrestling for this week. But since we got a little bit of time left, let's talk about who wins wrestling this week. Who wins wrestling? Right now, I win wrestling for segues, but what do you guys got? <laughs> Who wants to go? I'm going with Big E. We didn't get a chance to talk Biggie. about him. Oh, I was going to say but, that, too. Uh, the, uh, the, reveal, the reveal and how he destroyed Sheamus, and they, they're finally showing that he has more than just that goofy character and that he can be. And like, he beat he up that dirty car. That yeah. No good. Be security guard. And uh, a lot of people are behind this, man. A lot of people want to see Big E, like, get, you know, finally get his due. And uh, he's a likable guy, he can wrestle. Uh, but yeah, to see that fire from him was really cool. And I really enjoyed that. So I'm going with him this year, this week. Yeah, I think uh, before the end of the year, we're going to see at least a match 
uh, between Big E and whoever the Universal Champion is. Um, I think that's going to be a main event somewhere. Uh, most likely Survivor Series. Maybe maybe they can put it off into the Royal Rumble. I don't know if it's gonna if they're going to be able to drag it all the way to WrestleMania because I think uh, Kofi I think is ready to come back. Woods should be ready to return pretty pretty soon, and I don't know if they're going to start teaming him up again or or whatever they're going to do. Uh, Corey, what do you got for who wins wrestling? <clears throat> Are you watching the TV? The Fashion Police? Really? <laughs> Is that just news on TV now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're doing well. They're doing well. I like what I'm seeing. Uh, no, but I was going to, I think um, Shotzi Blackheart, um, she, she was, uh, she was really bringing it with, I mean, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Io Shirai, but that that was a good match. And I have to say, like, uh, Shotzi got a lot of points in my book because mm -hmm. uh, she's a hell of a performer. So, uh, you know, going through going through that finish and still, like, bleeding and making it through that match, like, somebody else would have maybe called that match and said, like, ah, well, all right, we're going to stop it. But she showed her toughness and, and got through it. So uh, I'm going to say Shotzi. Yeah, I think me and Mark were talking about that off air. Uh, you're talking about the moonsault where she pretty much caught both legs in the gut. Woo! Is that what? That, that was not pretty. Uh, every and then that 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 bump on the apron on the outside. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, uh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no, not thank me. you. No, no thank you. Um. This week I'm gonna I was gonna go with Cesaro because he got us a one-on-one -on -one victory for the first time on SmackDown and God knows how long against uh, Grand Metal League, uh, which was awesome. And I think Cesaro should be pushed way more than he is. But uh, um, we talked about it earlier. I'm gonna go with MVP. Um, if if there was a who wins wrestling of the year, I think it would have to go to MVP. Considering where this guy started as just a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble earlier this year back in January. Then no one even no, no, nobody even noticed. Everybody was like, oh, cool, MVP is back. Oh, Brock Lesnar threw him out. Nobody cared. And then the next night on Raw, I figured I forget who he who he worked, but it was like, oh, okay, it's a one and done thing. And then it became, oh, he's gonna host the MVP lounge or whatever it's called every the, single week. And now and now he's one of the biggest stars in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. The, the um wasn't there a story like he wanted to like he wanted to have his son see him perform in the WWE in the Royal Rumble and it was a surprise to his yeah. kid. And it was a, it was a cool little story, but it was very very uh, ex expendable. You know what I mean? It was very disposable yeah. story. It was like, well, well, this is a cool little feel good one time thing. Like, uh, well, you know, yeah. and and it went, man, really it went from that into it went from that into the hurt business, which is the biggest faction that everybody's talking about. No one knew that was going to blow up the way it did, but it's fantastic, and I look forward to it every week. So. And we were just talking earlier about how he's a great mouthpiece and he's he's really like this is the best version of him so far. So, yeah, I'm going with MVP this week. Can I bring up a thing that I, that's got me curious? And and, sure. and I have another idea for a segment that we should do on the show. But uh, okay. I'm going to see if I have time. I mean, you might you might shoot you might shoot me down. Um, mm. <laughs> but what about that match? on SmackDown made it a Samoan street fight, except for the fact that there was no disqualification and there was two Samoans in it. I'll wait. But there's name, name one. Is that what your question was? No, 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 no. That's not the idea I have for the segment. I, I was going to say this after, but the, the, <laughs> the point I was making was what made that a Samoan street fight? What about that street fight was very Samoan other than it had two Samoans in it. That was it. <laughs> it also had two, uh, well, I guess uh, one American and an Irishman in it, but you know, <laughs> they, they all they all high five Samoa Joe as they went to the ring. He just sang. <laughs> they, got, they got the Samoa lock. Let's go Samoa! Woo. Approval. I don't know. Wasn't it something like uh, he he had some promo in the beginning? Roman Reigns did about how this isn't his yard; it's his island or something like that. Didn't have, didn't that have something to do with it? Well, like, isn't him and him like the tribal chief or something? Like, yeah, 
So I mean, maybe that maybe that has to do with it. But it's still still there was nothing Samoan about that street fight. It was just a street fight. It was just and it was just like that's a cool idea for for a match to have it like like if you can throw all kinds of like cultural weapons into it and like make it like a like a like a like island of samoa sort of like authentic authenticity sort of thing like that there's you're gonna have fire dancers around the room yeah that'd be great basically what you're saying the old tna days where they had those cage dancers in the entranceway they have that except where it's fire dancers and they're spinning fire whoa but but like remember the usos used to do the the, and like they didn't even do any of that. Like that, it just it felt it felt like they just throwed that threw the word Samoan out there because they're Samoan, and it's not. Uh, it didn't feel right. Uh, I guess technically it's not. I don't know, uh, but they did it, and they're Samoan. So I guess if they didn't have a problem with it, I'm not going to have a problem with it either. Yeah, I guess it's not my place. <laughs> it's not my place. All right. Really we should. They should have had some Samoa there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're about that time man uh what do we got going on this week folks what do we uh what do we put mark are you plugging anything no <laughs> Corey, what are you- i'm watching the eagles be, like just absolutely be terrible that's all <laughs> Corey, what do you got uh <sighs> I don't really have anything, honestly. I, I'd say, you know, like the same stuff I always say. Check out Evolving with Corey Castle. New episodes drop every Monday at noon. Uh, I just recorded my 202nd episode that's on my YouTube page, but, like, nobody watches the YouTube videos as much. But uh, <laughs> the new episodes come out uh, audio on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every Monday. And uh, I'm I, – I'm, I'm, Definitely not caught up with the audio. The audio episodes aren't are backed up until like November. So, you yeah. know, if you want early access, check out my YouTube channels. Uh, just type in Corey Castle and you'll find me. And you know, mm-hmm. if you want to interact with us in any way, absolutely, always feel free to do that. Um, absolutely, always feel free to let us know you exist. Uh, give us any feedback, comment on anything that we talk about. And you know, if you want to do, if you want to, if you want to uh, fact check us, and if you want to, if you want to drop some information on us that we maybe got wrong in the episodes, absolutely put them in the comments below, and uh, you know, we'll read them on the air next week if you want. And uh, sure. you know, yeah, demand better of yourself. Honestly, honestly, I think that's like the big message I have to say for other other wrestlers because I'm speaking right now as a wrestler who has nothing like I don't have a savings. I don't have, I've never made a living from this business. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys have the opportunity at this point to demand better for yourselves. Do that, do that for the sake of other people who have given their lives and gotten nothing. I say demand better from us. I say, leave us some comments down in the, down in the comment box below. Tell us what you want to see, man. Tell us what you want to hear. Let's uh, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can all do together. Let's see how we can make this a better show and have a very Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, September. I I know. (laughs) Eventually. I think eventually we're having a very Merry Christmas. I'm smacking my microphone. Uh, We're going to – I'm going to talk about something uh, real quick. There's a show that uh, Corey and myself did yesterday – uh, Corey wrestled Killian Dane. Uh, I did. Mick I was Murphy. on comedy. I've time. never wrestled Killian Dane before. It was Killian McMurphy. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. This is Austin Theory all over again. Uh, yeah, I, I, kill him. I you on that one. <laughs> Thank you. That would have been terrible. People tuning in to watch you versus Killian Dane. It's like, who's this skinny Irish guy? <laughs> yeah, Corey wrestled Killian McMurphy. Uh, I was on commentary through the whole show, hosting the whole event. Uh, it was to it was a benefit for the family of a man named Big Slam, who, uh, if you're on the independents, especially on the East Coast uh, here in America, you're you're going to know who that is. Um, he was uh, in the uh, in the business for for several decades, 
and uh, tragically he died last uh, last last month. Um, he, so he we're raising money for him. The show. He would always, he, well, uh, when we recorded in the studio in uh, West Deptford, he would always be like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna come by. I'm gonna come by," and then he would just never show up. But he always said he was gonna he, come by. It was one of those guys. He was always gonna. He always wanted to be here. He was. There, he was always here in spirit. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so we did the show yesterday. Uh, if you want to check it out, uh, go to Twitch. Look up Super Fight Wrestling. You can see the uh, the live stream that we did. Um, it was a it was a really good show. Seven matches. Uh, it all got done really quick. It was the most uh, sanitary event I've ever been to. Uh, there was only a couple people in the crowd that you know came with the wrestlers, and they were all socially distanced. Uh, the ring was wiped down ever after every match. We had to, this big uh, open. It was inside, but it was like a big garage door that was opened up, so uh, we weren't all trapped inside, all breathing the same air and everything. Everybody was wearing masks. We weren't allowed to wear shoes, which was weird. Uh, and somebody threw up on my foot wearing socks. That was fantastic. Um, but it was, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Goldstein. Goldstein. We, Mike Goldstein was, was wrestling Grey Wolf and he just turned around and right, right where I was standing, just puked right at my feet. And I'm like, I'm oh so glad God. you told me. How is that not a viral video? That's, uh, <laughs> that's I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. But, I don't know if the cameraman got it, but yeah, he definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very disgusting. Watch that just to see if that shows up. Uh, there's a couple of things that happened to that show, man. Gray Wolf gripped me up because I wasn't looking at him while he was talking. Uh, it was <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stuff on that show, so definitely check it out, man. It's live. It's it's on Twitch right now. Look up Super Fight Wrestling. Um, and it's all for a good cause, man. Give to the charity. The charity is down in the uh, description of that video. Um, also, check out my YouTube channel. Like I plug it every week, but I'm going to plug it again. It's tinyurl.com slash YouTube Rick Connor. And that's spelled C-O-N-N-O-R because I spell it correctly. Also, check out the other podcast that I do with Mark's sister. It's called, hey, it's something to do. Uh, it's on uh Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts, it's a it's a very good show. We're almost wrapping up Reaper finally, after like six months of doing Reaper, we're finally coming to the end. Um, what else do I have? I'm missing something. What am I forgetting? Uh, the Teespring shop, yes, Teespring.com. Thanks for reminding me. Teespring.com/slash/stores/slash/rassle-rock. Uh, that's where you can get all our merchandise. Everything on there is connected to a charity, and that'll about do it. I'm out of breath, and I think I lost my voice here doing this. Uh, uh, that'll about do it for this episode of Rassle Rock. I'm Rick Connor. Mark Hallbacher. Corey Castle. <laughs> and let's take it out like we always do with Mr. Nick Burke. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Join us again for another episode of Rassle Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking. Sabbatical! <laughs>